We are back with another episode of the Black Box Podcast. I'm your host, Ahmed. And I'm your host, John. And this episode was an interview with Jeremy Cordon. He is the um, founder of Goldback, which is a, I guess you can call it a, a form of currency where the the currency itself is made out of gold. Um, so it's, you know, it ties into the things that we talk about with, you know, the U S dollar is eat the value and purchasing power of it is eaten away by inflation year over year. We, you know, everyone's kind of getting on the same page with that now as inflation has been at record highs. You know, I feel like maybe that, that point was a little less known as inflation was doing its usual two to 3% per year. But basically this gold backed currency is, um, established and accepted right now amongst he said upwards of a thousand businesses in the Utah, Wyoming, and uh, Arizona areas states. Um, but basically, they're right now. He's kind of you know building up the currency, getting it accepted and used amongst local businesses, and then trying to get it adopted in other states. But it's also you know used as a form of bartering. He said you know he's given examples of how that's properly used, but also. Apart from all of that, it basically is just a smaller denomination of gold and it keeps that store of value. So I, I think it's a really cool product. You know, we we went about the episode of trying to play a little bit of devil's advocate um, in terms of, you know, asking why we should use it. What's the validity? What's the utility? And he did a really good job responding. So I think you'll enjoy the episode and like good luck to Jeremy. Honestly, this is pretty cool and I'd like to see where it goes yeah no really really exciting product and uh i guess without further ado let's hop right in yes sir hey guys just wanted to shout out zencaster our platform of choice for recording remotely with our guests uh, they're sponsoring this episode, so tune in later to hear more about some really great offers. Hey, y'all. We're really excited to tell you about Black Ice, the Black-owned jewelry business owned by Sean Moore, uh, our previous guest on the Black Box podcast. If you think if you think about it, Black Ice and like Black Box, it's like it's it's almost like it's meant to be. Exactly. Um, yeah, but you know, we like to focus on investing in the show. So, you know, we kind of look at it as we're partnering up with a asset class, you know, jewelry is considered an investment. And with the, you know, stock market and crypto being pretty volatile right now, and most for the most part going down, um, jewelry, especially precious metals, you know, gold and silver, those tend to preserve their value really well. So, you know, that's also another reason why we think it's a a good opportunity but also you know i've worked with sean in the past i got a gift for my mother actually for mother's day it was a pretty a relatively custom piece nothing crazy but you know sean was quick he was easy he was responsive the price was fair and you know we just met up and transaction was easy and my mom loved the gift so yeah if this all sounds good to you check out black ice's website at black ice nyc um and at all socials and uh, there's a V instead of an A for the black. So as you guys are probably used to with little letter substitutions by us, but you could find stock goods there. And Sean also specializes in custom goods with quick turnaround times. Yeah. Uh, 
Sean does great custom pieces. I've seen a bunch of them on his social media. But um, yeah, he's also good for sourcing, you know, like watches, specific Rolexes, anything like that they're looking for. He can also get you a better price than, you know, if you're going to, you know, a bigger name shop or someone that you don't really know that might try to gouge you on the price. So along with that, it's also supporting an upcoming entrepreneur. He's had a lot of success. He just celebrated his one year anniversary of the business, had a really nice party. And um, let's get back to the show. All right. Hey, Jeremy. Uh, I guess let's let's get started by having you introduce yourself. And then we're going to play a little game that we discussed right before we started recording. Okay, great. So my name is Jeremy. I founded a company called Goldback. And we make a currency out of physical 24 karat gold. It's the first kind of circulating gold currency that's been out and popular in a long, long time. So that's, that's kind of my thing. Cool. Okay. Um, I guess just then first question, you probably get this a lot as a follow-up from people. Um, is this a, like a cryptocurrency? Is this like what, how, what kind of current, I guess, what category would you put this in? So this isn't like a cryptocurrency. Uh, it is an alternative currency. This is a lot more like cash. Right. So imagine a dollar bill, if you took it and infused it with gold, that's that's kind of the idea. You're actually trading with 24 karat gold. Um, and I guess the, the pro to that, as opposed to cryptocurrency, is there's no there's no 30 digit, you know, wallet number. You got to get perfect. There's no, you know, 20 digit password you have to change every six months or, you know, something like that. So it's, you know, once you once you hold it, you actually you actually have it for those with video. You can see me holding this thing here. It's oh, wow. Cool. Okay. So I guess is that, what is that made out of just paper? Or? So it's, it's like a, so it's like a gold sandwich. It's between two layers of polymer and that keeps the gold inside. So the gold's not rubbing off or whatever. It's a lot tougher than a dollar bill and it comes in multiple denominations. So that, what I showed you is the one, this guy right here is the 50. It has 50 times the amount of gold in it. It has 50 times the value, right? And then there's all these kind of middle denominations too. This one's a five. That's sick. And, you know, a gold back's worth about four bucks a piece. So this 50 I showed you was worth about 200 bucks. The one's worth closer to $4. Okay, okay. So I was going to have another follow-up to that, but it seems like you pretty much answered it. So the actual value, so it, it is backed by gold, but the value is actually sitting in the piece of you know the gold sandwich that you're currently holding in your hand right like it's not it's a it's a it's a commodity money wow okay um i guess what if like if someone were to to reach out to you and let you know that they wanted to buy or obtain some some of this like how would they do that is this something that you would mail to them that's a good question. I mean, I mean, cryptocurrency, you just stick it in an online wallet, right? You go to Coinbase, you know, you're done. Um, what we did with the gold back, because we knew we would get, you know, a lot of the pushback you're going to get whenever you do something new is from people that are already in the space, right? Uh, the gold back in a big way is more popular with people that are brand new to precious metals, uh, you know, young people, people that are looking for, kind of like inflation-proof money solutions. 
we had to go through what we did is we went through and we signed up a lot of the old school uh, bullion retailers that sell gold and silver coins to distribute gold backs. And that got them really excited about gold backs. So if you go to goldback.com, there's a huge list of retailers that sell gold backs. I want to say there's between 50 and 100 different retailers now that sell gold backs and you can buy them online and have them shipped to you. As goldback itself is just a wholesaler. You know, we just sell it to retailers who then sell it to people. Okay. That's that's gotcha. much of our model. Okay. And playing the role of devil, devil's advocate, um, like once someone has a gold back, what can they do with it? So draw with like the parallel that we've basically drawn with crypto, like the, one of the first questions that people have for a cryptocurrency is what is its utility? So sure. what what kind of special utility do you get with a gold back? Okay. So unlike cryptocurrency, when you have a gold back, you, you have a physical thing in your possession that's not connected to the internet in any sort of way, just like having a dollar bill. Uh, personally, you know, I stick them in my wallet and I carry them around and they actually make extremely convenient gifts and tips. Um, they're attention getters because they're really pretty. Um, the value perception is a lot higher than three or four bucks. You know, I was at a restaurant a few months ago and, you know, I, I like attention, I guess. So I'm, I'm talking to the waitress and I say, hey, you know, I'm going to give you something really special for your tip. You know, I'm going to give you something amazing. You're going to love it. You know, and I pulled out the gold back. I said, this is real 24 karat gold. And she turned to me and she said, you know, you gave me one of those two years ago. <laughs> I said, really? She says, yeah, it was you and you gave me one two years ago. I said, well, what'd you do with it? And she says, well, I'll put it in my room and, you know, it's in this special spot. And, you know, I showed, you know, a bunch of people and I think it's really cool. It's, you know, this really cool thing that I got. I said, okay, how many other tips can you remember from two years ago? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you leave a five and it's like, they forgot about you before you left the building. I mean, like that's, yeah. you know, there's nothing special or novel about that. I think a big part of... You know, especially for a tipping experience, having a novel experience or making an impression on somebody. Um, you know, you want to give them something new, you know, and a gold back is certainly a way to do that. You know, the the gold back I gave her doubled in value in the over that two year time period. You know, so it's not it's not like she's not, you know, worse off or for getting one of these things. You know, if it was cash, it probably just you know, it wouldn't have been as memorable, I guess. So tipping is one thing. They make really amazing gifts. Kids really like gold backs. You know, you get Christmas cards. Um, you know, my brother, he lives with my mom. And, you know, my wife put all this thought into my nephew's birthday. So we're doing it at grandma's house. My brother's living there. Living with grandma. You guys following? And, you know, my wife got this like, is like all the kid's favorite stuff. Is his favorite candy. Is his box. You know, I had a card. You know, and the, the kid could barely say thank you. You know, he's six. It's like, thank you. You know, kind of one of those. We probably paid 20 bucks for it. My brother pulls out a gold back. And it's like the kid had a seizure. You know, he's running around. He's showing everybody. He's showing grandma. His siblings were fighting him for it, you know. And it's just like, you know, it's like 10 out of 10 gift experience for the gold back. And I, I think I finally figured out why. Um so, you know, historically, you know, you go back to ancient times, gold was money for like 6,000 years. 
And today, like half of it that we mine out of the earth is used in jewelry. And you got to ask yourself why, right? Like why, why do people like gold? Yeah. Well, what do you think? Well, it's shiny and pretty and it's known to be a rare source of metal, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's valuable. It's, it's rare and it's super pretty and kind of unique. There's not a lot of things that look like it. And I think that's why people like it. You know, they get gold rings, they get jewelry, you know, they want to wear it. They want to be part of it. You know, the money that we have nowadays, if you look at euros and stuff, they try to kind of look like gold, you know, because people, they like that. They like that shiny, right? Maybe we're like pack rats that way. We just, we like the shiny. You know, if you look at a gold back, if the gold was any thinner in it, you could start to see through it. So it's the only product out there that I know of where you can actually see all the gold that's yours. And like that full emotional appeal behind gold is captured in a single gold back giving the value perception of a gold back, it, it it seems like it's more valuable than it is. It seems like it should be like a $10 or $20 thing, but really it's like a $4 thing. And I think that's why we're getting the emotional reactions that we are out of it. And I think that lends a lot of um, emotional credibility to it in terms of why people want to accept it as payment for things. You know, no one's, no one's been upset about getting one of these over, you know, five bucks as a tip or whatever. Yeah, it's not like you gave them like, you know, like your own custom piece of money that's on a different piece of paper. Like, oh, this is John Bucks. This these actually are has gold in it. Yeah. <laughs> My mom did that to me one time though. Like, I never when I spend these, I never tell anyone that I made them. You know, because like that's that's not what you want to do. Yeah. But I'm yeah. on garage sailing and we're filming because we're finding that nine out of ten garage sales would take payment and gold backs. It's fun to barter with. Oh. It's gold. You know, I mean, they're getting rid of this stuff anyway. So nine out of ten garage sales. They're accepting the gold back, right? I was so I'm with my mom and we just negotiated this big deal. I got this big Lego set from this garage sale and she she runs up to this lady that had sold it to me and she says, my son made those. And this lady got this look of horror like, what kind of scam is this? You know, like, like mom, no, you know, like, make it like, like I'm like rolling these out in my garage or something. You know, these are, <laughs> these are high tech. She embarrassed me so bad. I, I probably had it coming, you know, but. It's karma. Yeah, mo- moms are supposed to embarrass you. That's one of their responsibilities. But yeah. so one of the other things I wanted to ask was, I guess at this point, now that you know that you have the product, is it, are you trying to figure out ways that you could use it as payment as well as, you know, gifting and just as storing value? Are you trying to yeah. find ways like, are, are there other like examples like that where you've been able to use it as a form of payment? Yeah. So, you know, and this is kind of coming from a kind of like a libertarian mindset. We thought, hey, you know, if people had gold as an option, we think some people would use it. And I was hoping like 5% of small business owners, kind of like the really hardcore, we need to have a gold and silver money people would would be all over accepting the gold back as payment. Um, we wanted to make it a local currency in Utah. So we went out to these business owners and we're trying to find businesses that would allow us to advertise them as accepting gold backs so it's not just kind of like a barter thing, right? We want to yeah. prove the concept out in a big way. And what we found actually surprised me, because again, my goal was like 5%, is that when we made it past the gatekeepers, it was between 30 to 50% of small business owners, in Utah anyway, were willing to take payment in gold. So now we have hundreds of businesses that advertise themselves as preferring to take gold in payment over dollars in Utah. That's and, cool. you know, we've got like car dealerships, we've got plumbers, electricians, we have a whole chain of hardware stores, grocery stores, you know, you name it. 
And these are just business owners that said, hey, you know what? Why wouldn't we take gold? You know, what? what is the dollar down over the last year? You know, I mean, you talk about financial literacy. If you buy a bond, you know, and you're getting 2%, a 2% return in an environment where inflation's 15%, how are you ever going to get ahead? Yep. I mean, that, that's kind of like the value proposition of gold anyway. Oh, well, you buy gold because then you can take a break from inflation. You know, it's like, it's an inflation hedge. Yeah. Um, the gold back isn't really that same sales pitch. It's more, if your money is made out of gold, it's a non-inflationary money. So if you're saving for something and you're really saving for it, then it's great to not be losing 15% a year. You know, imagine you're saving for college or saving up a down payment on a house. You're losing 10, 15% a year. Who can afford that? You know, it's like you have to take crazy risks just to break even nowadays. So, I mean, that's all very true. So I guess another aspect to it is that, you know, if you say you're a long-term investor in gold, you may just might as well go and buy, you know, larger quantities or like gold bars. But if you actually plan to maybe save this short term and then hope to, you know, maybe make like a down payment in a year or something like that, this might be a better opportunity. Um, not necessarily. I mean, gold coins and gold bars, the only thing you can really do with them is you, you can either die with them or you can sell them back for cash at some point. Yeah. Podcasting remotely can be challenging, but with Zencaster, the process becomes much easier. Zencaster is an all-in-one web-based solution that makes the process pretty painless and simple. Um, Zencaster allows to bring you guys, our listeners, the best quality by providing crystal clear audio and gorgeous HD video when we record with our guests. Uh, Zencaster is also easy to use for new users and guests. So, you know, when we have people on the podcast who haven't used a platform before, we pretty much just tell them to show up with a computer, mic, and uh, headphones, and you're pretty much good to go. Um, Zencaster is pretty plug and play. Uh, but from local recording to automated post-production tools, you don't even have to leave the browser to finish off your episode. Use the code zen.ai slash blackbox and enter our promo code blackbox. You'll get 30% off the first three months of Zencaster Pro. It's time to share your story. Sorry to, um, I guess, cut off your train of thought. but No, that's fine. I mean, Warren Buffett, you know, he makes the point about gold. He says, if you had all the gold in the world... And you could, you know, put it in this giant cube in a football stadium and you could polish it and you can, you know, make it look really pretty, you know, and sit on it and look at it, but it doesn't really work for you. Right. Yeah. It's, it's a dead asset. Um, well, you that, know, I feel like pretty much the only reason why people have it is to keep, I guess, part of their net worth or at least some diversified, diversified part of it from losing value due to inflation right that's yeah. the goal that's but, that's probably that's probably the whole thing but so now now i'm i'm i mean after we spoke for a little while i'm getting the better understanding that your product is more being able to utilize that strength of gold and that it's not just going to be you know losing its value and purchasing power over time except you're looking for a way to, to actually utilize it itself like to buy things and not just sit around and look at right Right. So unlike, unlike coins where, or bars where the only thing you can do is sell them later and pay capital gains, people that are buying goldbacks, they're not turning them back into cash. They're spending them as goldbacks. They're bartering with them. They're settling debts. They're shopping more local, which is kind of the point of you know any local currency. And that's a really revolutionary thing because 
Otherwise, the only thing that money is made out of anymore is inflationary fiat currency, right? So we're, we're constantly losing value. Or as an alternative, you can go into, you know, hyper-speculative cryptocurrency that's kind of crashing, right? You know, the casino is yeah. not doing too well right now. Or if you want to not have cash savings, you can hop into stocks or bonds and, or real estate. But all those things, everybody else is fleeing holding dollars too. So you kind of have these frothy, bubbly markets all over the place. Yep. The gold back is more about a exploring a long-term solution to having a stable type of money than anything else. I think in 10 years from now, it won't be you know gold back, but it'll be central banks that are taking their gold reserves and issuing money that looks like this. You know, This is what the early piloting of that technology looks like right now. Understood. Because what, okay. do you, what, do you want, what do you want your money to be made out of? You know? Something that's not going to lose value. Yeah. Right now it's made out of garbage. If you, if you took your wallet and you buried it in your backyard and they pull it out in 100 years, everything in your wallet's garbage. And you know it. And everybody knows it. You're, you're losing 10% a year. What's the compound interest on that? You know, I mean, well, you lose, you lose half your value every seven years if things go well. Yeah. It's horrible. Well, you I know? guess one point is that, you know, when, you know, the U.S. dollar is functioning as intended, it's really only supposed to have 2% inflation per year or 2 to 4%, whatever they say, which mm-hmm. is when things like, you know, stocks, bonds, real estate actually give you some form of return. But when you go into markets like we're in now, where, like you said, inflation is much higher, you're break even or even making, you're in the red a couple percent. Yeah, you're losing so money. The purpose of those investments are, you know, no longer as valid. Well, even 2% inflation can be brutal. I mean, if you go to a bank, and this is, let's say a year ago before, you know, rates got hiked up. If you went to a bank a year ago, they're going to pay you 0.1% interest. Yep. If the goal of inflation of two is happening, you're only losing 2% of your money a year. I mean, I'd rather lose none if I could, right? Yeah. I mean, you could lose none or you could put it into stocks or bonds and break even, but you're not getting ahead. I mean, the story I was told as a little kid is you put money in the bank, you got compound interest, which was the greatest force on earth. And pretty soon you're going to be wealthy. But, you know, with inflation, that, that totally screws up that whole thing. And so what do people do? They take crazy risks. They buy speculative things. Everybody else is running around speculative bubbles because it doesn't make sense to own cash. Yep. So again, you know, if you, you know, if you want to get to the root of all these problems, you have to find, I think, alternatives for having a stable currency. And I'd say that gold back is an experimental currency. You know, I mean, nobody's ever done anything like this before. So far, it's going really well. You know, we've got like a thousand businesses that are taking this as payment. We've got, uh, you know, we're selling millions of dollars worth every month. You know, by the numbers, it's the most successful local currency in the United States in the last 80 years. Um, wow. we've, got, we've got almost a million people that own gold backs now. Wow. And the vast majority of those, 80%, are young people that have never owned precious metals before. So this is also an introduction yeah. for them into that kind of space and that investment vehicle. But well, who, who's, got, who's got two grand for one coin? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that might be a fake, <laughs> you know? Yeah, understood. Yeah. And so I guess, I mean, obviously the plan is to expand, but are you still only local to your area in Utah right now? Or have you been able to expand to other 
areas in the state or out of the state? So there's four, there's four different uh, gold backs. There's a Utah, a Wyoming, a Nevada, New Hampshire. Those are all kind of low pop states. Those are the states that have business networks where people can actually spend gold backs at businesses that are advertising themselves as accepting them. Okay. But I've bartered with gold backs at the, you know, the Saturday market in Oregon, you know, and about every other state, you know, so people can trade with these anywhere simply because they're gold. It's a commodity money. It's not valuable because of the name of the state on it. It's valuable because it's a very uh, easy to use form of gold. You can look up the value on goldback.com. There's a calculator when trading with people. Uh, quickly, what we found out coming out of the goldback is that over 90% of Utah goldbacks, that's all we had at the time, were selling outside of Utah. So I thought it'd be like really? 50-50 kind of thing. It was yeah. over 90% left Utah. And I think the reason why is because it's it's usable anywhere. Um, now that's statistically significant. If Utah makes up 1% of the population of the country and they're buying 8% of goldbacks, then they're eight times more likely to be buying goldbacks than people in other states, right? Per capita, which is actually huge. I mean, it's, it's statistically significant. Um, but, you know, I mean, right now, goldbacks, they're being sold on three different continents, you know? So the, the popularity is, um, it's, 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 reaching, really, it's, reaching, it's reaching a lot further than we thought it would in this time frame. Was your original plan just to have it be something local and then see where it goes from there. Kind of. Yeah. It's like, Hey, let's do a local currency in Utah. Let's make it out of gold. Maybe we can really build it up here. Maybe it'll just stay in Utah. And that's not what anybody else wanted. <laughs> you <know? Yeah>. <laughs> when are going to get one in my state? You know, how do, how do we get a How do we get our own gold back series? And I tell people it doesn't have to have your state's name on it to use it, but people get really excited when it does. You know, I got letters from people in Wyoming. Oh, we're so excited you chose Wyoming. This is such a great honor for our state. Okay. You know, like. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, it's got to feel good, though, to see like something that you built grow to this extent and continue to grow. But also, you, I just want to backtrack on this from the beginning, just so I understood correctly. You were saying that like the one, do the one denomination of gold back, mm -hmm. it's actually worth four. It's worth about four bucks. When they came out, they're worth about $2. I think if you look at the average exchange rate on goldback.com, it's like 380 or something like that. And that's just proportional to the amount of gold that's actually stored in it. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it is proportional amount of gold stored in it. But I mean, there is a cost in making these things. For sure. You know, if you're going to take an ounce of gold and you're going to split it into a thousand individual units that have never been counterfeited and contain serial numbers and the weights... Uh, it used to be that something like this would have like a six to eight hundred percent premium over the the melt value of the gold. Okay, we've been able to through mass production get it down to about a hundred percent. But all that utility is there. In yeah. fact, when COVID hit, the gold back was so popular, people were so determined to have some of these to spend that all of our retailers sold out. We sold out, and the only place you could buy any gold backs was on eBay for $50. Really? Wow. That is determines wow. the value of a currency. Is it the the issuer or is it the market? Well, it's the market, but I feel like at first it's the issuer and it's up to the people at that point to determine how valuable it is to them. 
Sure. I mean, that's, I mean, the dollar, I mean, we have inflation, not because the government's dictating inflation, it's the market responding to more dollars, right? And it's the same way with the gold back. What we're seeing right now is a lot of the folks that own gold, or they have it kind of like a just in case money, you know, just in case the dollar fails, just in case the communists invade, just in case the, you know, the EMP, the, you know, whatever. Yeah. The whatever scenario that sucks, right? They don't want to have these one ounce gold coins to barter with because frankly, that's kind of stupid. A one ounce gold coin of $2,000. Like what does that even, what what does that transaction even look like? How do I break this up? How do you you break it up? How do you you authenticate it in your just in case scenario? Right? So those folks there, a lot of them are turning in their gold coins and they're getting giant stacks of gold backs because a single gold back, that's your small trade. That's your cup of coffee, right? This is, This is your micro transaction that you can do peer to peer and it's private. Nobody else knows about it, right? It's not digitally tracked for a time and all eternity. Yeah. You know, it's, it's as private as you let it be, you know, and that's also attractive to people. I, I, okay. I got two more questions on med than you could follow up with yours after, I guess, how did you go about getting this, uh, you know, legitimized, in the state of Utah or did you have to go to a national level for like a securities type deal? I guess, how did that work? So Utah, so all the gold backs operate off state law, not federal law. Uh, That's very much on purpose. Utah in particular has a law where the state recognizes gold and silver as legal tender at the state level. So because this is 24 karat gold, the state recognizes this as a legal tender item. And the federal government, they basically say, hey, you can't do this unless the state says it's okay. Right? So we got to make sure that we have it okay from every state that we do this in. Okay. Um, Now, they could be bartered with outside of those states, but I'm not going to build official merchant networks in those states and make it really easy. Until you've been, you know, until we, until, yep, until we have it authorized by state law in that state. So that's, that's how, that's how that one works. Um, so I don't have the SEC breathing down my neck because this isn't a security. It's yeah, a okay. it's a gold bullion product that also happens to serve as a local currency in some jurisdictions. Okay. And I, I guess in the states where it's not necessarily cleared yet, it's then considered more like a bartering thing. Like I, it's I just like trading with a gold yeah. necklace, man. It's just like okay. trading with a bag of rice. Cool. You can do that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I under, okay, cool. I just wanted to clarify that for people. Listening. No, sure. It's a good question. And um, the other thing was, I guess in terms of how you can purchase it, is there a way for you to get, I guess you can just buy any quantity of the certain denominations, but is there like a starter pack where you get like a bunch of these kind and then mm-hmm. different denominations? Uh, every, every retailer is different. Like I said, there's dozens of retailers. I would recommend if you're going to purchase some going to goldback.com and looking at the buyer's guide. There are dealers that'll totally scalp you and they'll charge you like five or six bucks for a one. They should be charging like 350, 360, but they'll scalp you because they can. Yeah. You know, walmart.com. Um, <laughs> you know, but um, Walmart selling those? Yeah, Walmart sells gold backs. And they'll, they'll make their buck off it. Oh, yeah. No, they certainly will. <laughs> but, you know, if, if you're, if you're, trying to get them for cheaper than that, I'd, I'd recommend going to goldback.com and looking at the buyer's guide. I don't sell them directly. Again, it goes through retailers. Yeah, We list a lot of the retailers, the best pricing kind of strategies so you can get the best possible deal. Looking out for the good nice. guys. Yeah. Nice. 
And I guess to to end this off on like more of a fun note, could you could you tell us about like the bet like the worst experience you've had when trying to barter with a gold back? Okay. I I've I've had a lot of bartering interactions with goldbacks. The weirdest one was where I brought it out and I was trying to get like a a knickknack from some lady to farmer's market. And she acted like I was attacking her with a snake. She was like, oh! You know, like she couldn't believe, you know, like she just wanted nothing to do it. She scared of it. She didn't trust it. You know, it's like I pulled out some sort of future space weapon on her. <laughs> You know, pull out a, a Call of Duty Zombies ray gun. Yeah, like, hey, no, I, I'm sorry. I had another guy that was like this old, old guy, you know, and he's like, you know, talking to him. He's kind of this anti-government type, you know. And I'm thinking, oh man, you know, this is this is, this is random, like, yeah. you know, like this is this guy's totally gonna take the gold back. And I, I pulled one out, and he's like, what if the government gets you for trying to use gold? You know, like, what if? Well, I mean, they, they probably can't. I mean, gold's a thing, you know. I mean, you want to you take it? No, no, it's too dangerous. It's too dangerous. What do you mean it's too dangerous? What are you scared of? They're going to come in their helicopter? We saw that you accepted gold. <laughs> you know? Just, yeah. No, it's, no. It's, I mean, I've had some weird ones. I mean, people people tend to like them. Uh, if you're going to spend them at a small business, my recommendation is to talk to the decision maker, not the person the decision maker hired to run the till or, or whatever. Yeah. I'm always going to say no. I mean, it's not their risk to take. If it's their business, like I said, I mean, even outside of Utah, quarter of the time they're going to take gold. Now, one reason to do that is, and this is this is kind of a fun thing, the rate we publish on goldback.com is an average price for goldback. Right, because some people charge a lot, some people don't charge a lot. So we post an average price as a kind of a recommended trading price. If you're really clever and you buy gold backs at one of the top three retailers, you're getting them for like three fifty, three sixty, but that average price is three eighty. And if that's the price that you're actually trading them at, you're getting a discount every time someone accepts a gold back. So like this average, this uh, merchant network here in Utah. Like I'll go to the hardware store and get like 10% off everything at the hardware store because I used goldbacks. It's like getting 2% cash back on your credit card, but it's more like 10% cash back when you're, when you're bartering with these things. And that's true everywhere you are, you know? So I've got, um, I've got them in a wallet. I carry them around all the time. I've probably restocked this wallet every month. I can't believe how many opportunities there are to actually spend these things. And yeah, you know, if they're on me, then I can't. So it actually saves me money having gold backs. And again, I get to, you know, get all the attention of having something that's cool and novel and, you know, I get to explain it. So it's, it's really fun uh, as far as that goes. And I think that's part of why gold backs have been so popular is because people are actually spending these things and showing each other. In fact, you know, I've spent under a hundred thousand dollars on marketing and advertising in the last three years, and we've been virtually sold out of gold backs this entire time. I can't, wow. I can't make them fast enough. I physically yeah. can't produce gold backs fast enough to meet market demand. So that's a know, good problem I, to have. It's a great problem to have. I mean, and that's, I guess that's the downside of gold backs versus cryptocurrency. The market cap for Bitcoin could go up a billion dollars overnight. They, they could just make, 
yeah, it's just well, it's crazy. just the price of individual units go up, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, I guess um, you you determine that supply from the time you launch it. Yeah. But you know, goldbacks, we have to actually make all these things, right? So that's that's a that's a limitation that we run into. But you know, so far it's it's going really well. You know, it's been a really successful company. Uh, it's far out exceeded you know what I thought would happen within three years, and I think people are resonating with this idea that. Is nice to have a money that's not losing money, as it's just it's not leaking value. Anymore. That definitely makes sense, and I agree. Congratulations, Agreed. Jeremy. Honestly, that that's seems like things are going really well, and I wish you like all the best moving forward. And I like you know the purpose behind it and everything like that. Well, cool. I, I appreciate that. Um, I appreciate that. Ahmed, did you have any other questions? Otherwise. I feel like this would be a perfect time to just wrap things up and put a little bow on it. Sure. Yeah. All righty. Um, yeah. Well, thanks again, Jeremy, for, for telling us about, I mean, the technology that goes into this and then everything that went into like getting this, like getting people to use it, I'm sure was, was all a challenge and it like hearing about the story was really interesting. Um, well, there's everyone, the ability ladder, right? You know, every, every currency out there is backed by trust. Yeah. So, you know, you got to build that credibility over time. And, you know, that's just kind of the, the track that we're on right now. For sure. For sure. And um, to everyone listening, you knew where to find us at Black Box Podcast. No A in the black. Um, thanks for tuning in and we will see you all next time. Thanks, Jeremy. Really appreciate it. No, thank you. Have a good one.